From the PCC Studios in Midland, it's The Catwalk, presented by Performance Chemical. Conversations connecting with industry executives, community leaders, nonprofit organizations, and social entrepreneurs. Welcome, welcome everyone to The Catwalk, all you catwalkers. We're so glad that you're with us today. Another week of broadcast excellence. I am your host, Jay Whitlow, and I am so grateful that you are with us. We've got a great guest tonight that you're going to have a lot of, a lot of fun with, uh, getting to know him. Tell you just a little bit about what's going on with the catwalk. So we're going to be live at the Concert for Kids event, uh, sponsoring 311 Ministries. It is going to be October the 5th. We would love for you to buy a table. Uh, purchase a table. Uh, with that comes dinner. You get some information about your company. Uh, we would love for you to do that. All the proceeds go to Help 311 with their Christmas project this year for kids. The band Treaty Oak Revival will be there. We're so excited about that. And we're going to be doing the show right around the start of the program, probably right before dinner. So we would love for you to be a part of the show, to watch it, be a part of what 311 is doing. That's on October the 5th. Then the next week, October 17th, 18th, and 19th, we will be at the Permian Basin Oil Show. Uh, in Odessa, and we're going to be filming three episodes there. And so we're excited about that. We'd love for you, if you're in the area, if you're in the industry, and you want to come to the old show, we would love for you to be a part of that. So there's a lot of things happening for the catwalk. I just got back this weekend from seeing my son at Tech, went to the Tech football game. We finally won, beat uh, Tarleton. Uh, it was just a great atmosphere. If you're a Tech fan out there or a college football fan, you know how exciting it is to be at a college football game. So it was exciting about that. But enough about that. I would love to introduce our guest so we can have a great conversation. Please welcome a great friend of mine for many years. This is Justin Thomas. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me. How's it going? It's pretty good. How's your golf game going? You know, it's getting better, getting closer to that single handicap. So, yeah. you know. I brought my golf because you are the famous Justin uh, Thomas. Well, right? you know, a little smaller bank account, but, you know, I <laughs> say I'm better looking and I didn't go to Alabama. Oh, that's right. He went to Alabama. He went to Alabama. He? Yeah. Now, you are, before you introduce yourself, you are a, a, a fan of, of sports, right? But yeah. you have played golf and you played golf some pretty uh, crazy places. I've, I've traveled across the United States to play golf and had a trip this summer and played golf in Germany on my 40th birthday. Wait, you played in Germany? Did you played play like the British? Not no, no, no. British, it, but. I, I just found a public course over in Germany. And oh, wow. Best place you've played in the United States? Ooh, uh, Bandon, Oregon. What's so cool about Bandon? Uh, Bandon. It's, Bandon. it's, on, the, so cool it's on the Pacific Ocean. Oh. And, you know, just great views, great scenery, well-kept courses. Yeah. So, a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, tell us about yourself. A lot of our viewers and listeners may not know much about you. Yeah. You're from Midland, uh, obviously, but uh, tell us a little bit about your family. Um, what do we need to know about Justin Thomas? Well, you know, I was born and raised in Midland. Um, go to Crestview Baptist Church. Uh, if you need a church home, come visit us. We, uh, I went to Midland High, graduated 2001. Uh, work 2001. 2001. Wow. Hey, I just You're told young. you I turned 40 this year. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Okay. I uh, got my degree from University of North Texas, and as soon as mean we... Mean Green? Mean Green. Yeah. Uh, 
finished school up and moved back to Midland, worked in accounting for seven years doing tax and auditing, left that and I've gone to work for the Porters, a grocery store company out of Andrews, Texas, and I've been there 10 years. Wow, so you were a accountant or you are an accountant? I'm still an accountant. I'm a, now I'm actually a bean counter. You know, working for a, a bean grocery, you working for a grocery what, store. Tell me, oh, bean, okay. Yeah, I count the beans, store. you know. Okay, so I, you know, I've never really gotten into math and counting numbers and stuff. It's not my, not my thing. Not Where did thing. you find the love for being an accountant? You know, it just came naturally to me. Both my parents were accountants, so it kind of came, came by me naturally. Wow. Now, your wife is she, Jenna. Uh, what does she do? She works for the insurance man and associates in yeah. Midland. Uh, she's a health insurance and life insurance uh, okay. agent. Okay. She like that? She does. She's so been doing all a couple into years. Numbers all into numbers. That's crazy. Okay. So you are, we've been friends for quite a, quite a quite while. Quite a long time. Long time. Uh, you are a, a Texas Ranger fan. Texas Rangers. Right. Peloton. But you, you do the Peloton. Do the Peloton. Uh, you can tell I don't. Well, right. Know, we don't look much different. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I, I what, just, what's the best Peloton-ish thing you've done? You know, I'll say a lot. The, the thing about Peloton is my leaderboard name is Just Here to Eat. So I ride the Peloton so I could eat those desserts and not put on the pounds. Wait, so you still eat I st unhealthy. I still eat unhealthy. But you Peloton but off, I Peloton the off the unhealthy. Oh my gosh, that's or brilliant. Or at least part of it. You know? That's brilliant. I need to do that because I eat unhealthy and I don't exercise there to you. get rid of the unhealthiness. So there's a lot I could learn from that. Now you are also, um, you're, you're, you're a golfer because you said you've played yep. golf in, in those places and stuff. Uh, you know, I have a hole in one. I have shot a hole in one. Have you ever played I'm, a hole in one? I mean, mini golf. Is that what yours is? Well, no, mine's not mini golf, <laughs> but thank you for that. Uh, no, I shot a hole-in-one over here on Odessa Country Club, okay. gosh, probably 20 years ago. Well, I'm, I mean, je I'm jealous of you now. I've yeah, never had a hole-in-one. I've had a hole-in-one. I can't do golf very well. In in fact, uh, viewers may, and you may have seen the video of me at Top Golf uh, a month or so ago, uh, just completely whiffing and missing the ball. So I'm not a great golfer, but I, I love it. I love putt-putt golf. But you're the golfer. You share the same name as a professional a golfer, professional. who you've already alluded to. Uh, and I, I know we want to get into your work with porters and, and some other stuff in the community. But I thought it would be good if we do a little golf trivia. Okay, let's do it. Are you good it. for that? Let's do it. A little golf trivia. Okay. Um, Kevin Costner played who in 10 Cup? Well, Rory, no, Roy McAvoy. That's true. Roy Roy McAvoy, not Rory. Not Rory. There is a professional There's golfer named Rory. Rory. Yeah. McElroy. So that's So you got to make awesome sure you can pronounce okay. them correctly. All right, so you got one right. Okay. Adam Sandler played who in Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. That's two for two. These are great <laughs> golf questions, easy. aren't they? I'm I'm slammed you're killing it. I'm going to get a hole in one. This, you're going to get I don't know if you're going <laughs> to get a hole in one, but you're going to shoot a birdie. Uh, for sure. What's the best score you've ever had in golf? Uh, I shot a 79 one time. Where at? In Andrews. In, at the Andrews course. Andrews That's course. the front nine? Well, you know, there was 18 holes. Oh, it was 18? It was 18. Yeah, I've always heard if you break 100 on the on the front nine, you're doing good. You're doing you're doing as good as the average golfer. <laughs> so that's good. Okay. Uh, is the legend of Bagger Vance true? No. That's correct. That's three for three. This is awesome. You do know a lot about golf. 
And I like to watch golf movies. <laughs> you like to watch golf movies. Okay. If you walk 18 holes, is it equivalent to how many miles? About six. Okay. Uh, it, my sources the, tell me five to six. Well, you know, so. if you play army golf, left, right, left, right. Wait, what? You know, you hit it up the left side, and then you hit it down the right side, and then you hit it back the left side. Okay. You're, not, you're not very good. Are you? Are you you're, you're hitting it back and forth. Is that how you play? That's, how, that I play? How, I play? That's how I play. Okay. So six and a half miles. You know how uh, somebody asked me one time, you know, do I, do I have a handicap? Do I, 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 this is how I keep scoring golf. And I'm serious about this. However many balls I lose, right, then that's my score. So if I lost four, then I'm four over because I lost, lost four. four. But, but if I don't don't lose any golf balls and maybe find one, then I'm one under. Okay. Right? I was going to ask, if you yeah. find a ball, does that offset? Yeah, that offsets it. Okay. And if I don't do anything, then I shot even. There you go. So I guess that's good to shoot even. Well, then the even. guy I played with this weekend was like 12 under because he found all kinds of balls looking for his. Really? I'm looking for his. Okay, that's funny. Okay, uh, a couple more golf questions because okay. I, I love – you're just nailing these. Okay, the first golf ball, true or false, the first golf ball was made of feathers and leather. False. That is actually true. Is it? Okay. My sources tell me okay. that – and that's my sources are the internets. So you're one – over now, right, one, or, or one under? What would it be if we were? Well, if you got that yeah, wrong, if I could be one over. You'd be one over. Okay, so let's see if we can get back to even. Okay. Is Phil Mickelson right or left-handed? He's a lefty. Well, in golf, he's a lefty, but he is a right-handed naturally. That is correct. He is naturally right-handed, but he plays left-handed. And my sources tell me that he mirrored his dad and playing golf, and so he's always just played left. Left hand. I just think that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you did good. You got back to even, got even back, par. So you are a good golfer. I, I appreciate that. Okay, Texas Rangers, where, where did you fall in love with the Ranger fans? Is that a family thing? You or? know, I, I've been going to the Rangers games since not the old park, but the old, old park. You know, we oh, got to see like no in the 70s? Well, well I'm not that born. old. You're, you weren't born I'm not in that old. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see Nolan Ryan pitch a couple times in the old stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just – Going to games, falling in love with the sport. Yeah. Um, got older, didn't play it as much, and switched to golf. Yeah. Now, you said earlier that you played golf in Germany. I did. So tell us about that. When did you go to Germany? So, what did you go for? We went to Germany and then to England this summer. Uh, we went for a wedding. We had a girl who lived with us about seven years ago. She worked up at the church with you, mm -hmm. uh, Sarah. Yeah. And she was an intern. And she called us on January 1st and said, hey, I got some exciting news. I'm getting married. And I'd love if my American family could be there for the wedding. Yeah, because she lived with you guys. She, she lived with us for the full year while she, while she was lived over in here. Midland. Yeah. yeah, and she's from? Uh, she lives in uh, Germany. Right. What part do we, do we the, know? Well, she, her parents, and she's from the Bavaria region, okay. which is... Central, make good dessert. Good dessert, yeah. good food. Yeah. Um, uh, so the eastern part of Germany. Okay. Okay. And so you guys went to the, to the wedding. Went to the were wedding. Were you in the wedding? No. We were just there as honored guests. Yeah. Now, how long ago was that? It that feels was, like that was... When she lived with us yeah. was about seven years ago. Okay. And then she... Uh, just got married this summer. And so she got married this summer. It, okay. It had been six years since we'd seen It's her. amazing, Justin, that um, a person that comes from out of the country to, to do ministry, to live with you guys, 
seven years later wanted you to come to their to their wedding that yeah. that must mean something what of an impact that you had on her life well and and the same goes both ways because she impacted our life and our family the same yeah. way so. and your kids got close to her i'm the kid, sure kids got close was it hard when when she left seven years ago for oh, the kids and, it, it was devastating for the kids it was devastating for us yeah. but it was really hard for them yeah because you had poured some time into her and, and she, she was an extra kids, big, so. extra big sister okay so you went over there uh to the wedding and it was in germany in germany and i'm sure you did some sightseeing and touring what was your favorite spot that you saw over in germany man uh, you know one of the other interns lives in berlin and she took us around berlin for the whole day with oh, her wow. with her six-month-old baby and so that was exciting to get to see her and her family yeah. and her husband and, and see all the sights of Germany from a Berliner. So from a Berliner. Yeah. Oh, look at you throwing down the lingo. And, there. and yeah. then um, Sarah's dad took us out one day okay. and taught us some of the history of him growing up in East Germany, West Germany and the okay. Berlin Wall and the wall through Germany. So right. it was really a deep dive into history and okay. through the firsthand experience instead of out of a history book. So it was yeah, really, that is good when you it's can see really it. cool history. Yeah. Okay. So did you <clears throat> did you guys just come back after that, or did you so, try to see something else? Well, or? we spent eight days in Germany um, after the wedding. We took the autobahn over to uh, Frankfurt. Uh oh, was that fun? It was fun until I told my mom how fast we were going. <laughs> which she, was she, which was how fast? It it, it, it was triple digits. You were going triple digits? Is that like American triple well, digits or kilometers an hour? But you okay, know, yeah. But it was it was touching the it was fast. It was touching the American triple digits. Really? Yeah. What kind of car was it? Or were you in like a van? It was a Volkswagen. Oh man, you were crushing it. We, huh? we were moving pretty good, um, but they just had a little different driving style over there. And so from there, yeah, we left and we went to England. And you know, some of the experiences you and I had when we went to England together. Right really helped me being there because I was able to navigate the underground so much better having that knowledge. So I thank you for that. Yeah, I, I totally forgot. Yeah, we went to Frankfurt, uh -huh. uh, Germany. Uh, Moose was with us. We went Moose on a mission trip uh, over there. And uh, yeah, we, so we were in Germany and then we went over to England. So I'm glad that we were able to pave the way uh, for you because it's, it's crazy over in that underground if you're not if really... You're, a custom. Did you hear "stand in the gap" or, or mind, "mind the, the gap. gap" a lot? Mind yeah, the "mind gap. the gap" uh, was the big thing. So yeah, that was a that was a great trip. What did you do sightseeing wise? Because obviously, I'm assuming Jenna had never been before. No, this, your wife this and was your kids this was so. my entire family's first time out of the country except for mine. Wow! So made it a pretty big trip, and you know we had to see all the sights. But both my daughter and my wife, and even my son to a point, are real big theater people. Yeah. So we went and saw Hamilton on, really? on July 4th in England. Wait, wait, wait. You saw Hamilton saw... on July 4th in England? Correct. Does, does England have July 4th? <laughs> they don't celebrate it like that. Yeah, they, they don't do. celebrate it, but it's on their calendar. Yeah. yeah. And That's then, crazy. And then that was the only trip we really had planned. Um, and then we had a, the last night we were going to see six. And we ended okay. up adding two more shows to the trip and made it a big theater and uh, West End. Yeah, that West End in London is amazing. Yeah. So, And, and I, I do know that one of the things that you did, which was very gracious of you, was uh, I'm a huge Tottenham fan, yeah. uh, which is a British 
Premier League football, football. soccer, uh, and you brought me this hat back. I brought your hat back. I've got the Tottenham team, and and uh, so I, yeah, so I'm, I'm wearing it in, yeah. in honor of that. So I'm grateful for that. Now you know you mentioned that we went uh, and mm-hmm. and were in Germany and England. There's actually something that we've never really settled from that trip, and there, I wish Moose was here. Uh, and when he's watching well, this, he's probably going to be sending in notices comments, or whatever, yeah. his comments. But we've never really settled something, so okay. we're going to settle it Let's on this show. It. Now that you brought this up, that uh, that I helped you or whatever, okay. Um, let me set the stage for this. Okay, well, I'll, I'll fact check it. You'll okay. fact check it. Okay, so. We're leaving the hotel in London. We are staying right across from We're Buckingham Palace. Hotel Rubens. Hotel Rubens, awesome, yes. And um, we're gathering our stuff to get into the cab or the uh-huh. taxi or whatever it's called, I can't remember. And I had to go to the bathroom. You uh, because I do that, right? I, I do it's that smart, a lot. Smart, yeah, smart, smart, smart. It's a 20, 30-minute cab ride or so, maybe maybe longer to Heathrow. And I didn't want to, I, I wanted to make sure I was uh, all done. And so I left my luggage with two guys, uh, you and Moose, who yeah. I trusted. Little did I know that I was not trusting well, y'all. you know. You. <laughs> so, uh, so we get in the cab and we go. I've got a backpack with me. I've got my one suitcase. You guys have got your stuff. We get to Heathrow. We're going through TSA. The, the um, British TSA. The yeah. British TSA. Uh, and the, it's just like here. Uh, they have the conveyor belts and mm-hmm. they have all the stuff. You got to take your shoes off. You got to do everything and stuff. So I send my bags through. I think I think you guys had gotten into a different line, right? You were Because you were ahead we, of me. We were we were just in front of you. I think we went. Okay, and you were you in went front of me a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But there were some people there behind some, behind between and, us. And your bag didn't come through. My bag didn't come through. And it got sent off. It got sent off to the side, and you know. Why would it get sent off, I Justin? Mean, you know, we're, <laughs> I just kind of remember that I've asked you multiple times. Hey, you know, you checked your bag. You don't have any liquids in here, and you were adamant that you didn't. I didn't but because there, I didn't have any liquids in my but, bag. But there was something in there that I knew of. Well, there well, was something okay, in your so, bag. So. Our listeners and viewers are, are, are going to hear this, and then they can decide who's really at fault in this. So my bag did get pulled over. You, got pulled you over. guys are already through. We're right? already through trying to And y'all not are looking laugh. at me like, hey, we're going to be late. We'll just go eat something. I mean, we're doing all that. And so the TSA guy, the British TSA guy, uh, and I'm not going to try to be Pretty. British right now, but he was like, whose bag is this? And I was like, that's my bag. Okay. Now, I sometimes have been known to be cocky, and I was a little cocky to this guy because he was like, do you have any liquids in this bag? And I'm like, no, no. I don't got nothing. I'm going to ask you one more time. Do you have any liquids in this bag? Now, what are you guys doing at the time? We, you, we are ducking our heads, trying not to laugh and look at you yes. because it is taking everything we have to not go, check your bag. Because check your bag. what happened? Well, I'm, since he's not here and can't defend himself, right. Moose, Moose put a bottle of what? Malt. Of malt. Which yes. was sparkling water. But the, the, the agent called it malt. It's, yeah, it it's sparkling malt. water yeah, okay. in your bag. In my bag. And I didn't know this. And Moose did all it. The, and he did that where? At the hotel. At the hotel. 
So I traveled this whole way not knowing that this was in my bag. The whole way. And I yes. kept prodding you to check your bag, but you just couldn't do it. You were confident. I, I was talking. You should have not been confident. I was. So he said the second time, do you have any liquids in your bag? And I was like, no, man, I'm telling you, I don't have any liquids in my bag. I'm real cocky about it. So then all I see is this tall glass of malt, kind of like, like that, pulled out of my bag, and my eyes got really big. And at that point... And then point, I immediately did what? You turned and looked at us, and you pointed that finger yes, like... You guys. Yes. And, and then the two I, of us took <laughs> everything we had to stay standing upright because we yes. were laughing so hard and uncontrollably. But after I pointed at you, I then, because this was Moose's favorite thing, I did the slow clap. Slow clap. Like, good job, guys. That's great. And so the TSA guy was like, do you know them? And I'm like, yes, they put this in my bag without me knowing about it. I, I could have been <laughs> which, arrested. Which is not what you should have said. <laughs> yes, exactly what I shouldn't have said. And y'all are laughing over there. And so he has to go through my entire bag. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I was clapping, and y'all were laughing. But but I know for a, for a fact y'all were sweating it for just a half a second. Just a half a second. Because we went, you were thinking, what oh if no, he gets what because if he of what I said? I said, oh, those guys put it in my bag, and I didn't know it. And that was <laughs> He the, tried to throw I, us under the bus. Yes. But I could have been arrested, and I was a, a minister of the gospel. Right? A pastor of a church. With malt. With a malt in my backpack. With a malt. Now, here's where the story goes awry because Moose claims that it was non-alcoholic. He says it was just, but it was a malt. And I know what a malt is. It's not a chocolate malt. No, it it was a sparkling water. There was no alcohol. I think it was alcoholic. I wasn't going to be trouble with that. We were on a a mission trip. We didn't have the alcohol. So so here's the question we've got to settle today. Okay. Even though I didn't know it was in there, should I have known that there was a... Should I have checked my bag before I went in there to see if two guys that I trusted on this trip hosed me and threw me under the bus by putting the malt in my bag? I can say this. Without a doubt, you will check your bag every time you go to the airport with us again. Oh, absolutely I have. And it's because of you So maybe you should have known better with traveling with us, too. Maybe so. You also taught me something that is now an international phenomenon. Um, I'm taking, I think we're in York, right, when we went over. We're taking pictures. Yeah, and I'm taking a picture of, like, the York Minster Minster. and some sites that are there in in, uh, York, uh, Old York, you know, as opposed to New York. And then I turn around, and you're taking pictures your, of me. Your comment was, this is the first time I've ever been over here and seen this minster yes. in the sunlight. Yes, I've got to true. take a picture of this. Yes, exactly. And you were so excited. So I started taking <laughs> pictures of you taking pictures. And that was a theme that continued that, that entire trip. Yes. And it'll make you proud to know that I continued that tradition with my family when we went back. You to did. England. That's I did. awesome. I took pictures. And I of bet it. those pictures are still on your phone. They're still of on my me phone. taking pictures. You, you taking pictures of me. Yeah. I, I will never forget that. That 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 was that was a great moment. But then I got frustrated because like that's all he's doing is taking pictures of me. But, but and then you but would the, text them but, to me. But the best picture was when we got to London. We went on a night trip we were in london for 12 yeah, hours yeah we were. and and you took me over to see the westminster abbey right and we're looking at it and oh it's night gosh. and the, the, the the moon is glowing <laughs> and i take a picture of it and i show it to you and you're like 
oh man, that's a great picture. And I said, look, and you go, that's my head. That's my head. I had, you, I had your head right where the doors were at, and you thought your head was the doors. I thought, I thought that it was, something was glowing there, but it was the top of my head. It was just the top of your head. Yeah. That was a great trip. And I'm glad fantastic. that you guys got to go and see Sarah, yeah. see the wedding. I'm sure it's a great memory for your family and stuff. Um, and that mission trip that we went on, I still keep in contact with, with Paul and others that are yeah. there. I remember we ate... I believe it was cow tongue. Yeah, uh, it it was cheek. Cow cheek. Cow cheek. We ate cow cheek, which was supposed to be barbecue. With uh, Paul. With Paul, yeah. And you guys got to see that. And we got to go back to Kahila while we were there. So tell tell everybody what Kahila is. So Kahila is a ministry out of London that um, helps the homeless or... Mm sex workers right. get out of sex that trafficking, sex trafficking yeah, yeah. anything like that gets out of that world right. and gives them a job being a barista um, they have multiple ministries where they do coffee roasting mm. they do their baked goods and they just have a lot of opportunities to try and help people love that place yeah love it and i'm glad y'all got to have a cup of coffee there and, and stuff this great Great memories, great stories. So thank you for sharing that. So let's just bring it all back to, to Midland because okay. we, we've had some great yeah. trips together and stuff. But let's talk about Midland. So you're at Porter's. I'm at Porter's. And Porter's is a grocery store. How did you get connected with Porter's? I know you had a background in accounting, yeah. but how did that connection happen? Well, so there's a, a deacon at Crestview who actually does their taxes. Mm. And he uh, came to me and said, hey, you know, I've got these guys that are looking – for somebody, would you be interested in talking mm-hmm. to them? And went over there, and it was, you know, they're a great family, uh, Christian family, who mm-hmm. really show their their family values and their company's values through God. Right. And it just felt like a home to me, a place that I could go work, but feel like an important piece of a, right. some even. All we're doing at a grocery store is feeding hungry people. Mm-hmm. So how can we make that a ministry impact? Wow. Are they involved in the community? Oh, Any? very, very involved. And, okay. you know, we have 10 grocery stores across the Permian Basin and down through the Fort Davis Big Bend area. And wow. we're involved in the communities all across there through different projects. And Wow, that's great. Now, you're born in Midland. Born and raised and, in Midland. And I, I, I know one of your brothers. Yep. <clears throat> I you. served with him uh, for a time. And he's in Colorado. He's in Colorado. Now, your other brother is in, in the Navy. <coughs> in the Navy. Okay. Curr- he's currently stationed, stationed in San Diego. San Diego. Uh, home of the Top Gun movies. Top Gun. And yes. And Tom Cruise uh, is yeah. famous for being in Top Gun. So, yeah. Has he ever seen Tom Cruise or anything uh, in, in you know, his, San Diego? Not, nothing like that that I'm no? aware of. He's not you know. Okay. So you're from Midland. So, um, you know, some of our guests have been on that have been transient. They've moved here. So yeah. they have a journey to get here. You grew up here. So you've seen Midland's transition yeah. uh, from a youngster to junior high, high school, college, married. You're married now for how long? How many years? Well, we're at 18 years. 18? No, 19. 19 years. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure we get a comment on that one yeah, if you're not probably. right from we're, your mom or from Jenna. We're at 19 years. We're at 19. So what would you say from a, a person who's grown up in Midland and you have children here, uh, what, what, is, what is your view of Midland now as opposed to maybe when you were your kid's age? What, 
What, what do you see Midland has, has been growing toward? You know, um, Midland's really been growing and we've tried to, been trying to expand out of being solely oil and gas. Mm -hmm. Our roots are tied so deep in oil and gas and it's a, it's a proud piece of where we're at and who we are, yeah. but we're trying to expand and, uh, you know, I feel like we've got good community leaders right now and they're, they're pushing entrepreneurship. We're yes. having a lot of small business and there's a lot of support for those. And, and so I'm really proud of our community and, you know, where it's been growing. What would years. you tell a family, maybe it's moving in that's the same age as you, or maybe even younger, who may come in going, there's nothing to do here. I mean, how can I get involved in yeah. serving or doing things in Midland? Well, you know, it, it all depends on what you're what you're looking for. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we have the prettiest sunsets in the world right here in West yeah, Texas. We, do. Um, we don't have mountains to go climb, but you know, you're a few hour drive from the mountains. You're a few hour drives from, from big city. And you know, there's, there's plenty of things to do in Midland if you go looking for them. Yeah. And we've been friends for a, quite some time and we talked about going on mission trips and stuff together. And, um, you serve at the church. Uh, I know you've served with, in different capacities. Who would you say right now you you listen to? Who who do you you know? We talk about having people sit at your table and pour yeah. into you. So who would that be? Would that would be pouring into Justin's life? Well, um, from a work perspective, the porters themselves they're mm. they're a huge impact on me personally and have really encouraged me to to get out there and serve and a lot of it just through their own actions. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Jimmy Daniel has been a real huge influence in my life. He's a pastor up at Crestview, and mm. you know his his leadership and mentorship of me has really helped. So, who are you, are you listening uh, like any podcast or reading? What are you doing to make yourself a better? Because you're a leader yeah. at home, obviously you're a leader at the church. Uh, what are you What are you using to make yourself a better leader? You know, I th I think that's a double edged sword because. So many times we, we read and we read and we read, but if we don't put and apply what yeah. we read, it's worthless. You know, Just I, knowledge. I, yeah. I, I drive back and forth to Andrews every day. So I've got 40 miles each direction every day. So I listen to a lot of books yeah. um, and I try to do two fun books to one development or historical book. And what I've learned through all that is after you read it, you've got to apply it. Hmm. And so I've, I've tried to really focus on the applying part and, and making sure that I'm doing something. Do you have a book right now that you would um, say recommend or um, hmm. encourage other uh, men or even ladies to read Ooh. or listen to? Cause I'm not a reader, so I would listen to books. And I, I can't recall the name of the title. I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah. There, there's a book. Let me know and we'll put it in the yeah, show notes perfect. Uh, of what you would uh, encourage people. So you said the porters are involved in the community. You're serving in the community. What's the value to serving and volunteering? What What would you say to someone who's like, you know, I just don't know if I should volunteer, if I should step out and serve. It's out of my comfort zone. Yeah. What, what's the value in, in volunteering and serving? Well, I mean, I, I feel like you you get as much, if not more, out of your service as you do from the help that you're giving. Um, you know, in the church, one of the areas I thought I would never ever serve a day in my life was in the kids area. In the kids area? In the kids area. I didn't want to, 
I, that wasn't for me. And you're not a kid's guy. I, I did. Well, I didn't think <laughs> Just I was your own, own kids. I didn't yeah. think I was, but I got in there and man, I serve in there every week and it's the highlight of my week. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. It's been great reminiscing about our trip. We could go on for more hours, hours. or whatever on that trip. Cause it was great. I'm jealous that you got to see Hamilton in England on July 4th. Um, but that, that's so great. And I appreciate your time. Can you stay around another yeah, minute? Yeah. Okay. And now, Every Neighbor Presents, Why Today Doesn't Suck. Well, this is the month of September, and September is Suicide um, Awareness and Prevention Month. Uh, Suicide has touched my life. I've got some really close friends uh, who have uh, experienced loss in their life. And uh, so it is important to me to acknowledge the fact that this month we want everybody to feel not just this month but we want everybody to feel uh, valued uh, I know at the at the church we've had events in the past I know they're still doing those today which I think is great that, that churches are involved uh, in uh, having conversations about yeah. that it's a it's a taboo subject sometimes but we want everybody if you're listening you're watching you know somebody who's struggling with mental health you uh, struggling with not feeling loved and valued. We want you to know that the reason why we're doing Why Today Doesn't Suck is because you are valuable. You are needed here. You are, you have a lot to offer. And so we want to make sure that everybody feels that, everybody understands that. Back on September the 10th, it was uh, National uh, Prevention and Awareness Day. And we brought uh, some attention to that here on the catwalk. But we are partnering with an organization called To Write Love in Our Arms. I know you know of that organization yeah. that is available to uh, help uh, teenagers and young adults who can't afford counseling to receive counseling. And the way you can support them is to give financially, obviously, but you can also go on and buy a, a T-shirt or uh, accessories, a hat, uh, various things, backpacks, stickers to help with awareness yeah. um, and then they give the proceeds to that to help a student who may not be able to afford counseling so we put that in the show notes we want everybody to support um, either your local church or local organizations we have a lot of different organizations locally we'll put some of those in the show notes that support uh, people with mental health so glad that we in the catwalk can have a small part in uh, awareness and prevention uh, of such a terrible terrible tragedy so let's talk about just some fun questions right okay. kind of steer it away uh, you know I love to ask weird off-the-wall questions but instead of me asking all of the questions I'm gonna have you ask a couple questions so okay. uh, reach in there pull out a card and let's just fire away a couple of questions okay question for you would you rather fight a chicken to the death every time you got into a car or fight an orangutan to the death once a year, but you get a sword. A chicken? Every time, every time I get in the car, car I got to fight the chicken to death? You got to fight a chicken. Oh, my gosh. Or I get to fight an, an orangutan once, once a year. Once a year. Once a year? But you get a sword. I think, man, the chicken thing is hilarious. I think I would fight the orangutan... With the sword, what would you say? I think I'd move to London to take the underground. Then I would never have to fight the chicken. Because you're getting to the chicken in the car. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because the question said the chicken in the car. But how would you 
how boring would that be and old if day 10 you're having to fight the same chicken to death? Yeah. It's like a Groundhog Day kind of movie kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Over, you over and the over. The same over thing over, over and over? All right. I'm I, get, maybe, I get tired of eating chicken, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe this question won't be as weird as this one. Okay. Would you rather sneeze glitter or have hiccups that sound like a foghorn? <laughs> oh, oh. Would you rather sneeze I, glitter or have hiccups that sound like a foghorn? I think hiccups because I don't do them as often. And, man, have you ever tried to clean up glitter? Yeah. Yeah, my, my wife would not be happy with me. You have little kids, so I'm sure glitter is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Or when they were, they were younger. Little, yeah. So What about you? <clears throat> you know, the hiccup thing is pretty interesting because I don't get them that often. But how much attention would be <laughs> drawn to you if you're in a mall or a restaurant and you got the hiccups for 20 minutes, and it's like a foghorn. Maybe it scares the hiccup, scares you so bad you lose the hiccups. I think I'd have to do this. I think I'd have to do the, the glitter. glitter, because you could put. Well, well don't don't come to my house. Over your, don't come to my house. Because you glitter everywhere. Oh, you you sneeze into it, yeah, but you're not going to catch all the glitter. No, you're not going to catch all the glitter. Okay, one more, one more. <clears throat> That's good glitter, sneeze glitter. Would you say the film Titanic is the sequel to the Civil War film Glory? Explain your answer. Do I think the film Titanic is a sequel to what movie? The Civil War film Glory. Well, they're not anywhere near the same. I mean, everybody dies in the movie, or most everybody dies in both movies. Um, I think one is on land, the other one is in water, so um, maybe it's a sequel because it stars famous people in the movie. Um, I got I got nothing on this one. This <laughs> oh, is all you, buddy. Titanic is, uh, I guess it would be a sort of a, that's the weirdest question I've ever heard. You, I um, didn't write them. I didn't write this one either. Um, the Civil War movie was, people died in it, Glory. Uh, it starred Morgan Freeman and Matthew Broderick. Titanic starred Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet and Leonardo the other DiCaprio. Jack dude. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. I guess it would be a sequel because people died in it, um, and and you couldn't make the same movie, so one's on land and one's on water. So that's uh, we got to go to another question. Next, question. all right, last question. Okay. Um, all right, so um, this one is, gosh, I'm thrown by the Titanic movie. Okay, what? Well, oh, this is good. What candy bar name would be the title of your autobiography? Payday. Wow, that was That's fast. Quick. Did you know that question? I didn't know that no, question, but you, I knew that answer. Pay, why? Because you're an accountant. Well, the, That's I'm, I'm going to circle back. Payday is the perfect golf snack. Oh, my snack. gosh, you just said I'm going to circle back. Oh Pay, payday is the perfect golf snack because it doesn't melt. There's no chocolate. Wait, Payday is the perfect golf, golf snack? snack? Snickers bar, it'll melt on you. Well, payday, it doesn't melt in your mouth. It melts in your hands. Uh-huh. But, but, okay. a, but a Payday won't melt. Because there's no chocolate involved. It won't melt ever. And and it's payday. Like and I like paydays. So that so would be the title of your autobiography. Uh, 
mine might have to be, uh, most people would say zero, uh, but I would have to say probably Big Hunk. <laughs> Sorry, I, no. just, I just lost no. my voice. Uh, Big Hunk. And I just lost my appetite. <laughs> Big Hunk and Payday. I think that's awesome. We so, well, you know, today is national. I love this. Today is, there's actually two. One is it's National Mini Golf Day. Okay. And I wish we had time to go oh, play mini golf. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be fun. Uh, I but, might could get me a hole in one. Yeah, that. Hey, if you get a hole in one there, I think it counts. There you go. Right? Because now I remember where I used to go to putt putt. I think there was one here at one time uh-huh. in Midland. But the putt putts that I went to, I remembered you get to the last hole and it, you, you couldn't retrieve the ball. Right. You would putt it, it and it would it go and in and it drops and goes back, I guess, because they didn't want you going and playing another 18. So I did learn that we would play 17 and then go play another 18 because we didn't want to do that. But, uh, and I don't think I ever got a real true hole in one on a putt putt course. Huh. Have you? Have you gotten a hole in one on a putt putt course? Yeah. I just I but, that but, just tells you how bad of a golfer real, I am. You got it on a real course. You just didn't That's have to putt. That's true. I got I did get it on a you real didn't have course. To putt, so you well, were okay. It's not only is it national putt uh, putt day. day or mini golf day, it is also national Ice cream cone day. Ice cream cones, okay. Now, when I read it, my sources didn't tell me that you put anything in the ice cream cone. So I went to Jason's Deli, and uh, I got some ice cream cones. You got us cones. So here is, go ahead and take that. Here's me a cone. Uh, And I got got an ice cream cone. There's nothing in it, but in honor of National Ice Cream Cone, I think we should just go ahead and eat the ice cream cone, right? Cheers. So cheers to this. I wonder what... (laughs) Because if you got ice cream, ice cream in it, it, it softens. Right, so. <laughs> it's the blandest, nastiest thing ever. So, hey, Justin, thank you so much for being here. I've had a great time. Good I hope too. our listeners, I hope you've had a good time. Thanks for having me. So we're going to sign off, and we're going to enjoy. Our cones. The rest of our ice cream cone, because it's national ice cream. Whoever thought of this, of not putting, I mean, you could put mashed potatoes in it for at least that, something that in might it. make it worse. It might make it worse. Thank you again for being here. For As I always say, don't be sad it's over. Just be glad it happened. We'll see everybody next yeah. week. Thank you for joining us. To connect with the guys, drop us a line at media at perf-chem.com. Thanks to our title sponsor, Performance Chemical. How you get there matters to us. <laughs>